hi guys, welcome to Love What Luck. I'm officially back. For those that have listened every week, I can only apologise because I've just gone AWOL. I really didn't mean to have a break. It wasn't like something that I was like, I'm going to take a break or anything like that. But without going into too much detail, which is annoying when you've got a podcast, but I've just had so much going on. And I don't know, like missing one week snowballed into pretty much having like a month off. It's been a bit crazy. There's been a lot going on. But I'm back. It's just me this week. I think I've done maybe two episodes in the last month and they've both been with guests. But it's just me. I'm back and it feels so nice to just sit here and chat. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll know by now that one of the things I've had going on is I have finally moved flats. Now, for my OG listeners, you will know that we sold the flat last July. We are now in March And it honestly still hasn't completed. I'm not even going to go into the stress of this flat move. (laughs) It still hasn't completed, but we've moved regardless. So for anybody house hunting there, I know I've got some friends that are doing it at the minute. Just beware and be warned that when that sold sign went up last July, I thought we'd be out in a matter of months. No, no. It's taken, what's that, nine months maybe? insane but anyway we're here we're moved and I'm recording for my new flat I feel like I ended so many episodes where I was like maybe next week I'll be in my new place (laughs) and I just never was but anyway yeah I'm here and I'm fully in that place where I'm convinced this flat move is going to change my life like now before you move into somewhere at least this is what I do anyway before I move into somewhere I'm like when I move there I'm going to be a new person I'm going to go to bed earlier I'm going to wake up earlier I'm going to eat better I'm going to do this I'm going to do that and I don't even think I'm delusional like I fully believe it and look I've been one day in this flat and already I feel like a new person (laughs) not to be fair I have I know it's a novelty right I know but I can already feel a difference in myself like I think I think I understood how important obviously where you live is But I still think I underestimated how much living somewhere that you're not fully happy in or not fully content in can have an impact on you. Like I moved into Matt's flat, like we didn't find a place together. And bless him, like we redecorated the whole place. You know, he was really like, you can do whatever you want. I want you to feel at home here. But it just never felt like mine, you know. And I, I don't know, I just, now I look back and I'm in my new place, (laughs) I like realise like the difference and yeah, long story short, I'm very happy that I moved, I'm recording this from the floor of the new flat, I haven't got my camera or anything because things are not quite ready but I'm finally excited to be back. Hey guys, I just have a quick favour before we carry on. If you're enjoying this episode, please share on social media. Please tell your friends. It's just a massive help to get the podcast out. I know I don't usually ask, but I've seen the effect this has when people do share it to this Instagram or wherever. And it's just massively appreciated. So thank you very much. Please come and follow me, of course, if you don't already and subscribe. And let's share the love. Oh my god, this move though. So Matt and I got our own van, which I highly recommend. Usually I've done like a man with a van, which has been much more stressful. This was more chilled. 
Anyway, we got to the new place. I think it took us, I don't even know how long. It took a good while, maybe three or four hours to unload the van, right? And we have fobs now in this in the building we're in, right? So we're in like a proper high-rise building. And you have to have a security fob to get in everywhere. It's like Fort Knox, yeah. I don't even know what Fort Knox is, but I know that's the saying. And that's what it's like. It is like a high-intensity security prison it's like Alcatraz right um, you have to have like a fob to get in every single door into the lift into the floor so from the get-go you can imagine how much of a nightmare was first off I was pressing the wrong floor in the lift just a nightmare right anyway we need to take the mattress up now right so we've had a few runs in the lift and let me tell you they haven't been smooth right but we're like, right, let's put the mattress in the lift. Matt's like, we'll put the mattress in first, then obviously we'll get in. We put the mattress in, he covers the buttons for the floor, right? And these doors, I don't know why, but they they just shut on you within a matter of seconds. And it's not those doors where you put your hands in and they open. They don't give a shit if they squash you. Like, they literally couldn't care less about you, these lifts couldn't. Like, I was, like, dicing with death through the whole move, Right? Anyway, so I couldn't get in there in time. The door's shut and the mattress is just going up and down in the lift with nobody in it, guys. For I'm saying maybe seven minutes. It went up to the 29th floor, back to the 16th, back up to the 29th floor again. And me and Matt were just stood on the ground floor like, oh my God. <laughs> Eventually this woman came out of the other lift and she was like, do you know your mattress is just going up and down? <laughs> I was like, yes, I'm sorry. Oh my god, honestly, such a nightmare. At one point, we're on the 15th floor, right? We get to the ground floor and we're like, oh my god, we've left our keys in the apartment. We're like, what the hell? So Matt's like, right, we're going to have to ask concierge, you know, to let us through wherever. And then we're like, oh my god, we can't even get out to concierge, right? We're stuck in the corridor with the lifts now, right? Waiting there. Anyway, a guy comes, opens the door. Matt's like, right, perfect, I'll go and ask concierge now. He goes in to speak to concierge. I'm chatting to the guy. This is about the fourth time I've seen him. And he's like, wow, you're still here. Like, you still haven't moved in. As I look, Matt comes back. The door shuts. Concierge guy wasn't there. Matt is locked on one side of the door and I'm locked on the other. Honestly, it took us so long. We finally made it. It was a mission. But, you know what, right? My friend told me, oh my God... That's going to be a proper test for you, like actually fully moving into like a flat with all the furniture and stuff. Like it's obviously stressful. That's going to be a test for you both. Like there'll be arguments. To be fair, we were all right. Like I think it was just we managed to find the funny side of most things. And yeah, I think we uh, we passed we passed the test, to be fair. It does make you realise though, like the person that you're in a relationship with you do need to be kind of on the same page with stuff, maybe. Unless that same page is both being negative and stressed. Like, one of you can be stressed, I think, but the other one needs to calm you down because if you've got two stress heads together, it can be a nightmare. 
So the other day we're driving and it was the day before we were originally meant to move. Also, there's a point to the story. I'm literally not recording a podcast episode on the move, even though best believe me, I could. And I was tempted to do it last week, but I didn't. But there is actually a point to the story and I'm going to tie it in for you. Don't you worry. Anyway, so we're in the car the day before we're meant to move and we've just gone and like signed our life away and done all this shit, right? Anyway, we're in the car and Matt picks up his phone and he goes, oh, fuck, and he's stressed, right? And I'm sitting there and I was just like, I cannot get stressed right now. Like underneath I'm bubbling up, like there's lots going on and I just can't have this at the moment. So I'm just like, I center, trying to center myself is the only way I can describe it. I've got my eyes closed, I'm doing the deep breathing, so I just know what's coming is going to be bad news. I didn't even ask him, like, what's that? Imagine, like, your partner being like, fuck, on his phone, and you're not even asking. I was like, I can't even ask until I'm ready and until I can react to this in a positive and calm manner. So I just sat there, I was like, literally didn't say anything for what felt like five minutes, might not have been that long. And then I looked at him and I was like, what is it? And he's like, we can't move out tomorrow. And I was like okay that's okay didn't ask any questions Matt was stressed and I was like do you know what it's probably because it's a new moon it's probably a new moon and I'm getting out right and I'm googling new moon what it means what not to do on a new moon we shouldn't react like this we shouldn't do this maybe it's all meant to be because of this and that Matt was like oh my god this girl like she's googling (laughs) the moon and the lunar solar eclipses and all that shit when we're going through it but basically I've realized that the type of person or personality I am is somebody that like really tries to avoid those like strong feelings like stress I mean everybody does don't they but I'm really conscious at the minute of like every feeling I have I just want to be like very aware of it and and try to control it and I think like obviously you know I've had anxiety and stuff in the past and I think it probably comes from that from just like never allowing myself to get to that stage because I know what that feels like and I just try to avoid it and honestly guys separately because I know this podcast is like about dating and relationships and stuff but if you're ever dealing with anxiety please hit me up in the dms because I have got a breadth of knowledge or wealth of knowledge don't know the saying but I've got the skills I've got the tools like let me tell you everything I've learned is stored up in my brain and yeah I will always help you out so if you do want to come and chat to me about anything and you want some advice of what's helped me I will tell you or if you want an episode on it let me know I can do a little AWOL episode I feel like I always tire in you a little bit anyway because I am just like a bit of a preacher for it anyway um yeah, basically the type of person I am is I, I just don't like that stress level. And the other day, I had to do a personality test. So this test, I'm actually going to link it in the show notes. Now, I think you might have to pay for it. I don't know. The one that I did, you had to pay for. Um, I did it through work. But I'm going to link that one anyway, because the website is still good. And you can have the explanations of everything at least. And obviously you've got the name of it and stuff. So if you want to Google it, I'm sure you can find one that is for free. But it's called the Riso Hudson Enneagram Type Indicator. 
the ready version test. Now, you know I'm Welsh. You know I've probably said that different if you're English. Look, I don't know. Don't come at me. Anyway, it's a personality test, right? And there's basically nine personalities that apparently we all fit into. Like, all of us are a mixture of these nine types of personalities. Now, I did mine, and as even as I read the results, I was like, oh my god, that's spot on. Like, that is spot on. Obviously, you know yourself, you know how to react to stuff, and I was like, that's me. Well, when I was sat in the car, and I was having this, like, very intense reaction to trying not to react, I was like, oh my god, this is actually the test, and I have to do an episode on it, because... This is what I mean by it's so important, I think, to find the right person to like do life with because we all got these different personalities, we've all got these traits, all how we handle stuff. And I just think like, not that Matt is a stressor, but obviously he was stressed in that moment. And if I had been like, fuck, this is ridiculous, like where would that have got us? Do you get me? Whereas, yeah, like you know, Matt was taking the piss and he was like laughing at me for the way I was reacting. But then also that's taking the mind off the stress a bit because like we're having a laugh at me googling the new moon. Do you get me? And similarly, like with your friends or whatever, obviously like sometimes with a friend it's hard when you're both the same because you can't talk each other down. I feel like it's very good to be in a relationship with somebody or to have a friendship with somebody where you can calm them down and they can calm you down. And I've realised, like, it's really important, especially, like, the shit that life throws at you, like, honestly. Like, even when I just think about (laughs) this last month and a half, like, for myself and for people that are closest to me, like, what they've been going through and stuff, like, life is hard, I've said it before. And I think it's, like, really good to proper understand yourself what you need, like, what your personality is like, and really what your values are, like, really, really understand yourself, and then pick a person that can work with that. I feel like, especially when you're younger, you know, we pick people based on things that we have in common with them, or similarities in lifestyles, or habits, or hobbies, like, things that are important, of course, but, like, how many of us go on a few dates or, you know, a start and dating somebody and think, hmm, how are they going to react if I'm stressed, if I'm feeling down or emotional? Can I talk to them and be vulnerable and be open and be honest? And can I be stressed in front of them without them thinking I'm miserable? Like, honestly, these are the things that I just don't think we prioritise as much, like myself included, you know, you just you've done really and I feel like some people are married you know and they're going through stuff and they handle things differently and they like I don't know it's just it's hard like it is hard to pick the right person so anyway (laughs) I feel like I'm rambling on I thought I would share with you guys the different types of personalities so that you can maybe listen to this and understand why you are because honestly when I did the test it blew my mind and I love stuff like that like It's basically like self-development, you know, but I think it's really important to have in relationships. So there's nine personalities, as I mentioned, and number one is the reformer. So if this is you, you will have a strong sense of right and wrong. You'll be very rational, idealistic, self-controlled, and a perfectionist. 
So if that sounds like you, you are potentially a reformer. So you would need somebody with the same principle and same values because you've got a strong sense of what you think is right and what you think is wrong. So if you go with somebody that has got a different sense of values, that's really, really going to hurt you. Number two is the helper. And this is the caring, interpersonal type, generous, people-pleasing, well-meaning and driven to be close to others, but can slip into doing things for others in order to be needed. So that's obviously, if, if you're that type of person where you love doing things for other people and you kind of need it to feel loved, I suppose, and needed, you need somebody that's not going to take advantage of that. Like, that's very important. And somebody that can give it back to you. Like, I think if you're a helping personality, that is one thing it would work well for you to have somebody that's similar so that you can both help each other because otherwise you're going to feel taken for granted or taken advantage of. Okay, number three, the achiever. And these are self-assured, attractive and charming, ambitious, competent and energetic and you're highly driven for advancement. So obviously these are all very good qualities but the issue comes in sometimes you can be overly concerned with your image and what people think of you. So is that you? Are you an achiever? Please come and let me know by the way. Please DM me and let me know what you are or what you think you are. Uh, Number four, the individualist, and this is the sensitive, withdrawn type, expressive, dramatic, self-absorbed and temperamental. (laughs) So I feel like if you're that type of person, you need somebody like really patient and somebody that can deal with your dramatics and with you talking about yourself a lot and just, yeah, be, be a little bit quieter and understanding of that. Number five is the investigator. Always alert, curious, insightful. But then it says here you can be quite detached because you become preoccupied with your thoughts and can kind of isolate yourself. Number six is the loyalist, which I feel like is self-explanatory. The committed, security-orientated type. Responsible, anxious and suspicious, it says, which is strange that if you're like that loyal that you become suspicious of other people but I'm guessing that's because it's such a strong emotion for you and like so important to you that you just get really worried about somebody being disloyal to you maybe. Um, Seven is the enthusiast, the busy, fun-loving type, spontaneous, versatile, scattered which means that you could become distracted and exhausted by staying on the go. So you, you would typically have problems with impatience and impulsiveness. Number eight is the challenger. And this is the powerful, dominating type, self-confident, decisive, willful and confrontational, very strong and assertive. So I feel like if you're a challenger, even that description, you're going to know if that's you or not. And then the last one is number nine, which is the peacemaker. And if you're a peacemaker, you're generally patient, easygoing, sensual, and you exemplify the desire for wholeness, peace, and harmony in your world. Now, that was my one. (laughs) That was like my number one. And I was like, oh my God, that is me. Like, I always want to have peace and harmony. So, as I've said, this move was stressful, right? And at one point, I lost my temper with the estate agent. And even like on the same phone call, 
I felt so guilty. And when I say I lost my temper, I wasn't like calling names or like swearing or shouting or anything. But like I did raise my voice slightly and I was really annoyed because to be fair, they were really messing us about. But even like as I'm on the phone call, I'm like, oh my God, I can feel angry. Like I hate feeling angry and I feel like it's the one emotion I really just struggle to control. Like I find it very taxing on my body, anger. Like I don't know about you, but when I feel angry, it comes all over me like really physical. Like I have like a big physical reaction to being angry. It makes me shake and it's all in my chest. Like my chest feels really tight and I feel like I have to think about every single word before I say it because the thoughts are coming so quickly in my head and I want to spurt them all out so I I think very clearly about my words. Actually, somebody said to me the other day that they heard me angry and they said it's the most they've ever understood my accent. (laughs) He was like, I understood every word you said, actually, because when you're angry, you're very clear. I'm like, yeah, I am. Like, I'm very... I think about every word... And basically, I lost my temper with the estate agent. I apologised at the end of the phone call. I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm just so frustrated. After, guys, I had to go and sit in bed. I had to put the Calm app on, which I've probably raved about before. I absolutely love it. And I had to sit there. I typed in the word anger to the app. And I found a little 10-minute sort of meditation, I think, called Exploring Anger. And I was sat there like deep breathing just getting it out of my body because I honestly hate it and then when I did that test I was like that's me and you know for me in a partner I need somebody that is not gonna make me angry like somebody that can stay calm in an argument I think would be very important for me like it's mad how you do these things and even though like I'm 31 yeah and I've been living with myself for all this time as you guys have it's funny how sometimes you just need like one thing like for me doing that personality test and then like you realize so many things about yourself and about your life and your relationships and like what's important to you which is why I wanted to bring into the podcast I hope it hasn't been too like boring and a bit too much information there but I'm gonna link in honestly go and read up on it because it made me realize that like I've mentioned this relationship before I was in a relationship and we argued all the time and he would make me angry and it's the only relationship I've had where like we proper like shout at each other and I'm like that's my worst nightmare I hate feeling angry I absolutely hate confrontation I hate not having peace in my world (laughs) as that personality test says So why on earth could I ever think it would work with somebody that rather than calming me down and being like, look, this is silly, we don't need to shout forever, rather than doing that is shouting at me first or shouting at me back, like, where does that get us, you know? So I've realised I definitely need somebody that can stay calm and even if they raise their voice, they're just kind of the same as me and they're like, right, yeah, sorry, and they don't like it. Or if I'm angry, they understand and they can calm me down. Like, that's a very important thing. But when you do this test, like, I wasn't all peacemaker. I was basically joint, the peacemaker and the enthusiast. But you know what else it says? It basically tells you, like, where you are at your best and then, like, why you fall out with people. And it says that I fall out with people through being emotionally unavailable complacent 
which means I move a lot and end relationships. And I was like, God damn it. Like this personality test has literally like read me for filth. That was always me. I do move a lot. This is my ninth move since I got here because I've done like being complacent. Like I, I just done. I hate being in one spot for too long, doing like the same thing for too long. I just, when I find, when I feel, sorry, complacent, yeah, I don't like it. And then I do become emotionally unavailable. Sometimes I'll just completely shut down. If like I can't be bothered to talk about anything or I don't want or I don't feel like it's going to be heard or it's going to kind of disrupt my peace, <laughs> um, I will shut down and I won't say anything. So yeah, I was joint Dan and I was joint the enthusiast, which is the busy, fun-loving type, spontaneous, versatile. Um, obviously all the best things but I does say you can be scattered as well um, because you can become distracted by constantly being on the go yeah and you have problems with impatience and impulsiveness that is me I am quite impatient so yeah I feel like it was honestly really spot on for me and I would love for you guys to do it as well and come and let me know how you get on so I'm probably going to leave it there. I hope this episode has been okay. I'm not going to lie. It took me three or four goals to start this episode. I feel like I've been so out of it. And not even just out of recording the podcast, but like out of just everything. I know I keep saying on my Instagram, like, <laughs> I'm a mess and all this stuff. But yeah, it's funny how when you're out of something, <laughs> coming back in makes you feel... Not scared, I mean, obviously I wasn't nervous or anything, but yeah, it's just a bit strange. But I've got a couple of requests for topics, which I'm definitely going to get through. I already know what I'm doing next week's on, and I'm excited to have like a proper episode next week where I can, you know, be back in my normal setting. But I've got a couple of requests, but if you've got requests, please come and let me know. Let me know what type of things you want to hear. Do you want to hear love stories on here as well? Like, honestly, I just always appreciate your feedback because obviously I want this podcast to be something that we all enjoy. So come and let me know what you prefer. Just please send me a DM, either at Sadie Maltby or at Love What Luck. Obviously, come and follow me on there as well if you're not already. And yeah, let me know how you get on. Come and chat to me. And I hope you all have an amazing week. And I'll speak to you then.